0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is IGN. More comedies from American studios should be three-hour surrealist horror odysseys steeped in grief and guilt. Or at least more of them should be as cinematically daring as Bo is Afraid, the third feature from Hereditary and Midsummer director Ari Aster. Produced by A24, its abstract story anchored by ponderous themes make it difficult to describe, but few movies this star-studded or vast in scope arrive so fully formed or draw from familial fears and psychosexual musings in ways that yield this many laughs per minute. It's the kind of work that takes a long time to digest, but watching as it builds from strange and silly to strange and silly and moving is completely worthwhile. Joaquin Phoenix plays Bo Wasserman, a lonely 50-something living in a dilapidated apartment in what appears to be a modern American city, born satirically from conservative propaganda. Crime and mental instability run rampant in this borderline offensive concept of urban life, one that immediately conjures Bo's most vivid fears, a potent mix of hypochondria and agoraphobia. Phoenix is entirely committed to the bit, Capturing Bo's wide-eyed terror as he wades through streets full of violent naked geriatrics and heavily tattooed gangsters out to get him for no rhyme or reason. It's all a bit tongue-in-cheek, from neighbors who pick fights with him to people refusing to come to his aid, and it speaks to the ways his character is made to feel both invisible yet hyper-visible, each in moments far from opportune. Bo is afraid also leans into some of the anxiety surrounding aging and aged bodies that Astor portrayed in his previous films in far less tactful ways. Where this was once mere window dressing for shock value, here it magnifies Bo's perspective on himself and on what is revealed to be a rather unfortunate physical deformity that further enhances his stifling fears of sexual intimacy. All of this is merely groundwork for the central plot, though calling it a plot in a traditional sense hardly feels apt, in which Beau learns of the sudden demise of his overbearing, uber-successful single mother, Mona, under bleakly hilarious circumstances. This kicks off a winding odyssey, told in four distinct chapters, as he makes the long journey home. Where the first chapter establishes his living situation, the second sees him practically adopted by a kindly affluent suburban couple, Grace, Amy Ryan, and Roger, Nathan Lane, whose manner verges on eerily upbeat thanks to a pair of fine-tuned performances. The third chapter sees Bo taken in by a forest-dwelling theater troupe, whose esoteric stage work not only instills him with dreamlike possibilities for a happy future, but acts as a Rosetta Stone for the film's religious musings, as a distinctly Jewish tale of suffering via Old Testament stories shown through a funhouse mirror. The fourth and final segment, whose specifics are best left completely unspoiled, is a much more direct confrontation of the themes Aster slowly builds across the first three chapters, using scattered dreams and flashbacks to Bo's childhood to assess his complicated feelings in the wake of Mona's death. Phoenix's performance is key to the absurdist tone. Bo is Afraid's gargantuan three-hour runtime is practically justified by his reaction shots alone, on which the perspective lingers for lengthy periods without cutting away. It's as if the camera were lying in wait for Bo to comment on or object to the many oddities around him, or the personal sights hurled in his direction. The result is razor wire intensity that tickles as much as it slashes. What he offers instead is resigned acceptance of his circumstances, even as they grow increasingly fantastical. But was Afraid never stops ticking, even when it takes lengthy detours into imaginative fantasies of love and happiness just outside Bo's reach, before snapping back like a rubber band to its strange unreality. Anchored by Joaquin Phoenix's absurdist performance as a paranoid man making his way home to see his mother, it escalates in both physical scale and overlapping illusions that soon loop back on themselves, as if it were slyly deconstructing its own storytelling language. These eventually build to an overt and obnoxious yet wholly focused metaphor for how creating cinema is an act of vulnerability, one with little upside except exposing the most fearful and shameful corners of oneself for all the world to see. In that vein, it's the kind of movie worth recommending for its ambition alone, merely to witness the audacious result of anxious self-loathing writ large across a silver screen without an ounce of restraint. That it's also a remarkably well-crafted horror comedy